0: hello my dear listeners i hope today is going amazing for you join me on my podcast as i share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn they live their dreams as they say it's up to you to make it happen This show is sponsored by Biomental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to Biomental.org. Hello, everyone. Today we're meeting Andrea Johnson. She's a transformational leadership coach, a speaker, a trainer, and behavioral analysis consultant. Hello, Andrea. Thank you for joining us today. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So let's start a conversation by diving into your journey of becoming the person you are today. What led you to discover your
1: true passion in life? How did it start for you? You know, a lot of people discover their passion by figuring out what they don't like. And I was one of those people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I discovered that I didn't like managing people. I didn't like trying to fit into somebody else's rules and follow all the regulations and, you know, check all the boxes. I realized I don't want to do that. I want to help people thrive. I would like to help people learn how to break out of the boxes. I want to help people do the thing that they're meant to do because that's what I want to do. And so I did it for myself first, and now I help other people do that. Oh, so I
0: see that you first discovered uh, how is it the process of breaking out of the box, how is it the process of starting thinking differently, because a lot of times, you know, we conditioned in this society you know, thinking certain way from the way we've been raised or how other people affect us in a way the people we surround ourselves with, because I think it's very important to be intentional of who you're listening to, mm. and that's number one. How what information are you consuming? And also if you are taking it as a truth and how you're applying in your own life. Mm. And a lot of times we acquire certain beliefs that no longer service in you know in the process when we move forward especially like if it's something that's limiting to you know progress or grow further Mm. uh, what would you think will help us to become more aware in terms of catching those negative thinking patterns and recognizing that Maybe this type of, um, you know, thinking pattern would no longer help me to go to that next level. What would be the habits or practices Mm -hmm. that people could incorporate in their daily lives that might help them transform the
1: mindset? Well, I think the first thing to understand is that we are who we are today because of the things we have done right? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. That's the first awareness is to understand that the habits that we have are what got us where we are. So if we don't, if we wake up one day and don't like where we are, we just need to understand that we're the ones who usually get get us there, right? I mean, there are people who have certain circumstances that are maybe outside of their control, but in general, the people that we're talking to here are the, the ones that we've made those choices, right? Um, I, I talk a lot about the assumptions that we make about our beliefs and our conditioning. And part of that is thinking that those we are raised with or the information we're given is all trustworthy, not that we need to be automatically cynical and thinking of people as being untrustworthy but if we just accept everything that everybody else tells us then what we do is we live our entire lives with someone else's vision with somebody else's rules and at best we have very limited um, impact so if we want to actually change our own lives the very first thing we have to do is to look inside and start doing what i call critical thinking which is just a, a basic leadership skill and say why do i believe what i believe And then start going from there. I work with people on their core values because when we understand who we are, how we're uniquely put together, the things that are uniquely mine, then it's very easy when I look at my core values and say, freedom, authenticity, and belonging are the things that are me. Anything outside of that is not me. Right. And so that's the very first place to start to say, how do I know if the thoughts that are coming up are the things that are serving me or not? Well, Does it serve my core values? That's the first place. But after that, I think it's really important to understand that no matter who you are, no matter where you are or the background that you have, I come from a religious background and I come from a Southern background and a very um, capitalistic background, no matter what you come from, because you obviously come from a completely different background than me, we all have, like you said, conditioning. It's not always nefarious, right? It's not always something that people tried to do to us. It's just the culture that we're raised in. It's the people that we're around and for us to break out of that a lot of times is very scary because we want to belong. Mm-hmm. Right? So being willing to just say again, why do I believe what I believe and is it serving me is just the perfect place to start. But then the uh, the last piece is to remember it's not an overnight switch. You can't just switch it on and switch it off. It takes a while.
0: Yes, and that's the most important part, knowing that it's a long term process. And once we make that decision, we have to commit to that process, knowing that it will require us to break or maybe unlearn something we learned in the past and to develop a new habit. And eventually it will become like a second nature without us even questioning it. But first it's uncomfortable. Everything yeah. that requires you growing, you stepping out of your comfort zone. And a lot of people, they don't, you know, they, they're they not willing to do that. It, yeah. It's scared, you know, like they very like fearful of that.
1: You know, um, is it Anna or Anna? I didn't ask you. Anna. Anna. Um, it, I like to talk about um, or give an example or metaphor of when I was a kid going out in the country and seeing like or down at the beach or something, seeing really tall grasses and being surprised that there's a path through it. So it's usually like a deer path or something and um, or trying to get to my friend's house, you know, needing to go through a place that's overgrown. And we look at that and we get a little intimidated, like what's in the grass? Could it be scary? Could it be you know, harmful? But a lot of times if we just start walking it, every time we walk that path, our feet make a path. They make a clearing for us. And that's exactly, this is going into like actual brain behavior and the way our neurons work. Our neurons do the same thing. You probably know this. As soon as we start laying a new track, the brain starts laying neuro pathways to like say, oh, this is a new way to do it. And right now it may be harder because we're used to do, going the other way. But the more we do it, it's like just trampling that grass down and eventually making our own path. And then it becomes second nature. James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, is phenomenal if you want to learn about how habits work. I've read it three times, I've taught it. <laughs> um, and one of the things he talks about is getting around people that do the things you want to do. Making it really easy, but just remembering that just making just a one degree change over the course of time will get you 300 degrees change, right? It's like if you're driving a car and you just tilt the wheel a little bit, you're going off the road eventually because it's not straight. That can be used in a good way if you want to go off road. It's like you don't have to do a sharp turn, just one degree at a time, one degree at a time. And it makes a huge difference over the long term.
0: Definitely. And we usually underestimate how much of an impact it could, you know, make in our life if we just become 1% better every day in any way that you choose to. And you know what's good for you and it's in your power to change that. But again, are you willing to uh, to go that route? Are you willing to step out of your comfort zone and make that change for yourself? Because right. if you take that full responsibility of what you have in your life, you're the one who's going to make that for yeah. you. Nobody else. Nobody's yeah. coming.
1: No, they're not. Nobody's going to rescue you. As a matter of fact, um, I have a story that I like to tell about one of the main, I, mean, I tried being an entrepreneur a couple of times but the thing that really kind of pushed me over the edge to to the point where I was like, that's it. I am not going to stay in a job was when I was already doing the work of an operations manager in a large institution. um, but I wasn't getting, I didn't have the title and I didn't, I wasn't getting paid for it. And so I pushed to get the title and to get the promotion, but they wouldn't give me the pay raise because I didn't have the experience. I'm like, but I can prove I have the experience. Well, the other pieces, the other people that are doing this work have a lot more experience than you. And they're, that would, if you gave you even like 3% raise would put you above them. I'm like, I drove home and it was like, you could see the steam coming out of my car. I was so angry. And I, I literally called my husband on the phone. I said, nobody ever again will tell me how much money I can make or what is important or what my value is. Nobody. And it's not like my boss and my institution are bad. It's Mm -hmm. not like they were looking to to sabotage my career. They wanted me to stay there. When I gave my notice, my boss said, wait a minute, I can't breathe. (gasps) You know, I mean, so it just, and it wasn't immediate, it took me two years. But that's the kind of thing when we have these aha moments that tell us, wait a minute, I need to change something. I have to take responsibility. And that's kind of what I help people do, especially women. Anna, I just, I want to see women leading the world. I just do. And so when I work with women, part of what I do is help them take responsibility for that conditioning that they've received, because Mm -hmm. we're told as women that we're, even though we're not told explicitly, we're supposed to make less, we're supposed to work harder hours. We're supposed to do certain types of jobs. It's still there, even Mm -hmm. though, you know, supposedly the laws say, no, it's still there. And so we constantly have to work against it. But what I like to do is help them understand that the responsibility they take today is what will get them where they want to be tomorrow. Even if they do want to stay in a job, right? It's like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to stay employed by someone else. That could be your strong point. Not everybody's an entrepreneur, but you need to know how you can make yourself the best leader and how you can advocate for yourself and be the person that's going to rescue you and empower you rather than waiting on someone else to do it because everybody else is looking out for their interest, And if you let them, they'll just put all of that on you.
0: <laughs> I know. And also I think a lot of times, especially women, they don't feel that, um, believe that they deserve to have something in life. Yeah. They deserve to have certain type of career position or money they can make. Right. You know? And all of the time they, um, become a victim in their mind that saying that because of certain circumstances or decision that our people made this is where i am but Mm -hmm. again they need to take control over their own life and you know seeing for themselves that vision of who they want to become right Mm -hmm. and it's within you and having that vision in mind being clear of on your values and who you want to be and how you want to serve others, I think it will fuel up your desire to become that person.
1: It does. It most certainly does. And I started out as the intentional optimist with six tenets of intentional optimism, how we live out our st- our core values. But I realized over time that that's the end part. We have to actually back it up to understand the core values and who we are. Because if we don't know those things, we don't even know how to live them out with grace and ease. right? And we can pull other people's theories and strategies and habits like morning mindsets or morning Mm -hmm. habits or whatever, we can pull those into our lives, but that's still just a band aid on what we actually need. I do want to point out though, there's no shame in living in this space and saying, you know, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. We all did it. (laughs) Anybody that's broken out of it has been in that space Mm -hmm. and it's a normal place to be. It is, it is abnormal to not be there. So I think that I, I want to make sure that all of our listeners hear that and know that, yes, it is time to take responsibility and we have to do that. But there's no shame in having not done it yet, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't really start my journey. I mean, I started it 30 years ago with personal growth, but I really hit that point at like age 50. Mm-hmm. And so it's never too late. And it's never, like you said, it's never, when you, when you know what you want, even if you don't think of yourself as someone who serves others, when you have something that you're passionate about, you're going to share it. Even if it's the best dress deal you found at the department store yesterday, or those (laughs) shoes that you found, you're going to share it. And so that's the goal is to help women find what it is they want to be passionate about and how they can live out their lives with ease and grace
0: yes definitely and also we have to reconnect to our true nature and know our own authentic voice of what is it that uh, we want to share what is mm-hmm. it that gives us joy and fulfillment and that passion mm-hmm. and for, for us to discover it we have to allow ourselves to go to that place to you know revisit of, of what our stand for what is it that gives us you know, meaning in life, the purpose, and a lot of times people, you know, they just uh, working on autopilot without even questioning why they do what they're doing, and in the end, they feel uh, unfulfilled, uh, burned out, you know, stressed, and again, uh, it's not normal to feel this way. I think we normalize something that shouldn't be, and with us, like, taking it as if Everybody else lives this way, so I have to. It shouldn't be this way. And with us to open up to more opportunities for ourselves, to really uh, invest in our own, uh, you know, personal development and prioritizing our mental and physical health, that goes a long way, and that mm. opens up more doors for us.
1: Yeah, and I have to be honest. I looking back, having not done that having not understood my core values, having not been true to who I am and taking on other people's belief systems and uh, ideas for how the world's supposed to work and the way women are supposed to function in it. I see a lot of the challenges that I went through. I mean, I'm very famously now, I say it all the time. I'm a gastric bypass patient. I was over 310 pounds, but I had bulimia and depression and I put myself in the hospital. I was there for my 20th birthday. And so it's something I've always struggled with. But when things like that, when we look back on our lives and say, Oh, that struggle I had in that area with my body image or with being afraid to share my opinion, all those things, that should be a little red flag for us to say, where am I not honoring who I am, right? It's what we call cognitive dissonance, is this thing that two things that are polar opposites rarely can exist in the same place. Sometimes we need them and that's okay. But most of the time, if something really rubs us wrong and we try to pretend it's not there, then we get this conflict and we're going to figure out as humans how to not be in conflict with ourselves. That's just what we do. And so being able to look back and say, all these things that I went through in my life are a result of me not being true from the very first beginning, right? It's like, we talk about going back to who we were as a child. I just spent three years interviewing women, talking to them about their stories and their, where they first saw leadership show up. And Anna, without fail, almost every single one of them saw leadership in their life show up when they were really young, before they hit school or early in school. And they wandered away from it because they kind of got conformed to what society told them they were supposed to do. And now they've come back to themselves. And now they're leading in a way that they never expected. And half the time when I say that to them, I'm like, oh, that's exactly what you said, what you're doing now. That's exactly what you said you were a leader when you were a kid. And they, I cannot tell you how many Really successful women are surprised by that revelation. And so being willing to look back and say, all these things made me who I am, but I want to be who I truly am. And that means I get to to look for me and I get to find me. And, you know, we hear this, I'm going to go find myself. It doesn't have to be that woo-woo sounding. It really is just being real and ready to look in the mirror. And that can be hard.
0: It is. It is hard. And like you said, you can start wherever you are at, at whatever age you are, and just with you accepting everything that you have and who you became at, by, you know, by right now at this point, not being, um, I don't know, I would say stuck in the past or reliving certain maybe events in your life. Sometimes people like very, uh, stressed about what happened in their life and how they came to this point or maybe they feel some kind of guilt or shame or certain unpleasant feelings uh, we just need to accept everything that we've been through hmm. because that's what really gave us the opportunity to come to this point right now and maybe it's meant to be for us to realize something so if hmm. we look at it from the perspective that life is happening for us and it's just the way it should have been in our life but it's okay I accept it I love myself and from that point on I'm gonna give myself the best care possible to go to that next level and taking that charge now you're ready to be a driver in the driver's seat of your life and create whatever it is it that you want for yourself and um Also, sometimes we need to just let go of certain feelings or maybe uh, forgive ourselves and others what never happened in the past because, again, we're only doing harm to ourselves, to nobody else. Sometimes, if we hold grudge, you know, like it's just we're only uh, doing that to ourselves and not giving ourselves a chance to move forward. So, we just need to make peace with what happened, with what we've been so far, and where we're at, and knowing that everything could be changed in a year from today, if we're gonna make that decision and start
1: uh, taking action intentionally towards that direction. Well, and just to be clear too, it it sounds beautiful when you say it and easy when you say it, but it's not an easy process, right? And some people need help um, and, Part of being willing to treat yourself better moving forward is getting that help, right? It may be that you need a therapist. It may be that you need a coach. It may be that you need a good friend or a, or a group program or something like that, or need to be around different people, right? You need to be, you know, all just be willing to get, not just take a look at yourself and say, I'm going to treat myself better now. But put action to that. How do you do that? What are the things that you're going to do if it's you need to get some help for some trauma or if you need a coach that's going to help you? Because maybe some people can't see the big picture Mm -hmm. and people like me, I'm really good at seeing the big picture and I'm really good at helping people figure out their core values. So if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for help. That's another thing we women don't do is we don't ask for help. And so we tend to think, no, if I'm a strong woman, I'll do it by myself. (laughs) No, (laughs) strong women ask for help.
0: (laughs) Yes, I think it's a misunderstanding. We usually look at it as asking for help, a sign of weakness, which
1: usually is
0: the opposite. It's very courageous for us to ask for help. Yes, that's what's shown that we care about ourselves and we're going to give ourselves the best, uh, you know, tools available to kind of help ourselves to go through that process. A lot of practitioners out there that could really create that space for you to, you know, to really grow in what is it that you need to uh, help with depending on the issue at hand. But again, with you not speaking up, not sharing your, um, you know, issues or, or what keeping you stuck really so with you being real and be able to find the person that could help you to go with that process it's just uh you caring about self you know like it's showing that you're ready and not everybody is ready to to and willing to go through that you know a lot of times with us um staying in that place uh we just Feel familiar, we know what to expect. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the reason we're not uh taking the action or procrastinating and you know, like thinking it's something that it's not important for me because again, we're scared of the change and we're scared of um you know making ourselves uncomfortable because of the unknown, usually, not because it's really something that you know, it's fearful, but because we've never done it before and we create a certain scenarios in our head and not taking any action in the end. but if only we um, look at it that from the perspective that, you know, it was unknown, but once we start doing it, we will um, open up new opportunities and it will become easier for us one step at a time. We don't have to overwhelm ourselves but like you said if just one degree of a turn will yeah. bring us eventually to that place it's just with us knowing that it will be a long-term process and it will become easier and with the help of other people uh, who are expert in their field they will make it even easier for you and you don't have to be scared and asking for help is the first
1: sign that you really ready for change yeah and you know it doesn't have to be something you pay for there are millions of podcasts out there there are people that's free content there are people you can follow on social media I tend to follow people that I learn from um and uh where was I I was somewhere walking I, I was at a family reunion this last weekend and I was um walking up to meet my sister-in-law so, uh, at a, a park. And I was, I use Marco Polo. I, I love Marco was walking back and forth. And she even looked at me because I was listening to my sister was talking to me, but it was just Marco Polo's asynchronous. And so I was listening. But as soon as my sister-in-law said something, I stopped it. And she said, you're always learning. I said, oh, no, no, this is my sister. And she goes, did you just hang up on her? <laughs> no, but part of it is I've created this persona that people around me know that I'm always learning. Mm -hmm. Always. It's a commitment that I've made. And going back to this idea of things being scary, there's a concept, excuse me, called the competency confidence loop. And that's hard to say, But we start out not very competent, and so we don't have a lot of confidence, but the more we grow in that, the more we do it, we get more confident, which then gives us the ability to do it more often to increase how competent we are, and then it becomes this loop that kind of grows us up and up this way. And so with that same one degree, the more we listen to, that's where I started. Mm -hmm. honestly, as I started listening to specific podcasters that helped me constantly put in my head, new ideas, new ways of thinking. And, you know, here we are, this is one of the reasons I do this is because, and why I have a podcast is because I want to make the resource available to anybody. Right. So, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Um, So making sure that there's a resource out there where people can start at the free level so that they have really good information to start with because we're not all ready to just pay a coach we're not all ready to just like start a, cl- a class or something or get a new degree so I think that's a really good point
0: yes and there are tons of uh, available free resources out there you, you know even like podcasts on sometimes uh, audiobooks they are yeah. accessible to anybody and a lot of information that you consume uh, eventually you know it's just being stored in your subconscious and it will give you results But sometimes we don't see right away but we still continue learning and obtain that information and you know, over time, you will start thinking differently, you will Mm -hmm. uh, start acting differently. And, and that could also give you a, you know, a push to right direction. So starting with that, and again, make it a habit, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes a day, you can just read or listen to something that is beneficial for you. And again, not only uh, you will get the information, but also uh, it will open a new kind of perspective on what you have in life. And it's just in any way you will be, uh, you know, beneficial by doing that. So I think uh, with us just sharing different type of tips for the listeners and uh, having that mindset where we you know, becoming really responsible for what we have in life and start making the decision from the place that, you know, we are the creators and we could make that change and nothing really stops us from doing it other than ourselves. So we just need to rediscover who we truly are and what we want in life and um, to to do that, uh, we can utilize different tools out there, and maybe eventually uh, we will come to that place where we feel more joyful, more passionate about what we do. And that I want to see for everybody, men and women. Yes. So I would love uh, yeah, for people to uh, really look at the different ways of doing that and what works for themselves, because we're all different, but right. we can. Uh, find what works best for us and integrate in our daily lives. And for those who would like to find your podcast and connect with you online, how they can find you?
1: Well, I am the intentional optimist. So you can find me under that anywhere. There's always the, but usually you can put an intentional optimist and it comes up. Um, I do have a core values course. It's just four modules that kind of walks you through that process. I have, um, I'm a John Maxwell leadership coach and trainer and speaker. So I have access. I'm a DISC. You said I was a behavioral consultant. It is in the DISC method, which is the four quadrants. And so I help organizations. I work in teams and organizations as well. And I help them understand how we communicate. So um, being able to find me on social media, I'm pretty much everywhere, including the New Threads app. Um, And so you can find me there. You can find me at my website. And my podcast is actually getting a rebrand at the end of August of 2023. So I've done three years worth of interviewing and getting women's stories. And now I'm taking all of that information I learned. Mm -hmm. And I am going to start uh, with a little bit of a rebrand on my podcast. Uh, The current one is called Intentional Optimists, Unconventional Leaders. And it's all about women being unconventional in their leadership style. The new one, I'm not going to tell the name yet. It's a surprise. Um, But the new one is all the information that I learned from that. It's how we apply it each day. So it's going to be a whole lot more solo podcasts and uh, all new starting August 28th.
0: That's great. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and wisdom. And as we close, what
1: would be the thought for today for our listeners? Uh, Literally, I have a word of the day and I kind of follow Brendan Burchard in this area is like, what word would you want to be known for today? And my word for today was enthusiastic. And I think a lot of times we don't realize what words mean. And so Uh, I said, it means, or the dictionary definition is just that we are interested and intent and we give approval to others. And so my thought for the day is, how interested am I in other people? How enthusiastic am I about their success? And when we a lot of times focus on other people and on other things outside of ourselves, it helps, believe it or not, it actually helps us see ourselves better and it helps us understand both others and ourselves in a way that we didn't before. So I would say, let's be enthusiastic about each other's success today. Yes,
0: let's be enthusiastic. Thank you so (laughs) much. I I hope you enjoy your day. You too. thank you for listening to my podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did follow my show and leave me a review i'd love to hear from you to check out intern store go to internpodcast.com stay tuned